Good evening, everybody. It is now safe for Joe Colton to speak. Hi. Welcome to the What's on Joe My Team stream. It's Friday night. It's 9 o'clock. You know you have nothing better to do. Uh, I'm Mike Irizarry. With me, of course, uh, my co-hosts with the co-hosts. Uh, we've got uh, down down in the bottom row, the queen of G.I. Joe cosplay. It's Joe Colton, everybody. Hi, guys. What I'm talking about. She's, she's dancing like crazy because I think she has to pee. No. I, I already did that. You're such a dick. <laughs> uh, I'm just excited. It's a good day today. And, and over there, uh, it, it, it's he's the guy you're here to see today. That's the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. That's the hot show, Mark Weber. But around here, I'm just eye candy. And I get it. No problem. You That's know, it's right. fine. I have you got to, nice legs. It's all right. right? Good thing they're not on camera. I have to put you at the little in the area with the little duckhead logo just to keep people distracted. Here you go. Joe, here's what my legs look like. Oh, no, not red. <laughs> Man, the whole gag wasted. Now, now we change the lighting on your face again. Right? Like, what are you doing? You're not this supposed to move. This lamp is such a mess. Okay, here we go. Oh yeah, now blame the lamp. There's blame the lamp. There's a leg right there. Look at that, looking good. Yeah. And hey, this is the whole reason why we're on Fridays, right? Yeah. Right. Because we wanted this, well, not the whole reason, but we wanted to sync up with news releases from Hasbro about our favorite brand. Mm -hmm. And we got a lot of news today, and here we are, just like we planned it. Well, that we were afraid of being locked down for another six months, so yeah. that was part of it, too. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe it's going to be the only thing we get to do on a weekend. Right? <laughs> Thankfully, and that's then, even turning around a little bit. And we were pulling such ridiculous geek numbers that Marvel went, oh, my God, we better put WandaVision on Fridays. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then they dropped Invincible on Fridays, too. And I'm like, come on. They, it's because people don't have anything else to do. Counter-programming. They, they are have all, something else to do right here, baby. Right here. Yeah. They are all trying to ride the What's on Joe Mind wave. That's right. It's, that's what it is. It's. I mean, look look what ha good. Look how many good things have happened for John M. Chu since we talked to him all those years ago. It's true. That's, that's, we're, we're taking full credit. He made that Crazy Rich Asians movie with Snake Eyes. That's right. Crazy a, Rich Snake Eyes. It was a prequel. Mm -hmm. So anyways, um, did anything happen today? Did I miss anything? My mic cut out for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Thank goodness. Thank you for, for everyone to, to for being uh, patient with us as we got things sifted out at the beginning of the, the show tonight. The I was early today. phone was down. And I think Joe was taking a pee. Why? What is wrong with you? A little TMI, but okay. <laughs> because for some reason that bothers her, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Because she's the only person alive that does that, right? We finally found a way to embarrass Joe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she's the only person anywhere that pees. Right. So she's very self-conscious about it. She is a shy, self-conscious lady. That's so. right. This is not this is not the woman who introduced herself to me, a perfect stranger, by shouting at me across a crowded lobby in Dallas and then tried to tackle me from behind. Right. And and then married a guy who used the spear as his finisher. Right. 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 Match made in heaven. Right. Who's got the better spear? 
I do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, taller. Taller. Yeah, I was gonna say that's exactly what I thought, and I wasn't gonna say it. I would just this being WrestleMania weekend, I'm gonna bring it all home by saying you probably have a better spear than Edge. So you guys should keep track of uh of my posts this weekend because it's WrestleMania and we're totally like it so excited for it. I'm gonna be making tons of posts. Okay. Great. We're prepared. Okay. To make, to make up for that subpar card, we're gonna see. Oh <sighs> I don't know if it's a subpar card, but it's certainly been a terrible build. Hmm. But uh, it's hmm. fine. No, no room for Charlotte on there anywhere. No, okay. She, She's gonna win it anyway. It's fine. Right. She kind of took herself off of it. So that <laughs> there's other there's other problems we could talk about after the ah, show. Fair enough. Yes. I don't want to get all these these thirty odd forty people that are with us tonight to board with with our WrestleMania talk. That's a different. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, we got we got a lot of things to talk about. Let's go. Right. God forbid if I start we start talking about fantasy football, there's probably gonna be an open revolt. Let me go. Yeah. Let me go. Don't make go. Hockey. Okay. Better. Okay. Right. Island, Islanders are good. Let's talk some hockey. Anyway. Uh lots of news. Obviously. <laughs> you had that coming. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's good. <laughs> uh, Look, if she's going to be more on top of that than I am, we're going to have a good show. We're all grown up now. You know, Mark, I, I saw earlier today, uh, Joe retweeted or reposted the link to the program. She plugged the damn show, Mark. And she took notes. I cried a little. And she hit the news. She hit the news. Right on the button. Here's my one page of notes. I have three pages of notes. Well, all I, up here in the mind palace. <laughs> this is your wheelhouse, though. This is your thing. Hey, yeah. yeah. You're a toy guy. Hey, and and kudos to the to the whole team, basically, because I don't think anything they showed us leaked this week. No. Like they had the stuff they chose to release, mm -hmm. but no leaks at all, and that's that's a marketer's dream. Yeah, they because there's always something sneaking out, and you, you know, yeah. So, uh, kudos to them. That was, uh, I'm sure they were thrilled, and especially because, and no, no offense to anybody, pretty sure this was taped a couple days ahead of time, right? So, so if something had leaked, it might have made something they said seem weird. Like, I know you guys are so excited to see this reveal, and you're like, nah, that popped on Tuesday. So. Really, really good job, and it's rare. Mm -hmm. Usually, something leaks. Doesn't matter the team. Something leaks. So, very, very good job on on uh, controlling the the rumors and the leakage. Yeah. As far as everything that they wanted to talk about, nothing got out. Yeah. In a spot where they didn't want it to. But also speaking of leaks, there was one piece of news uh, that dropped, and it's it is squarely in the rumor category. Uh, but it's it's a pretty good rumor. Uh, apparently, the Target shipping listings are showing a character, a, a fake code name for Asteroid. And it is rumored that that is going to be a, a Target exclusive because it's not showing up anywhere else. And somehow they, they're making a connection that it's Major Blood. Uh, this is coming from the guys at HisTank.com. Go ahead over there when we're done and, and read up on it there. Again, it's 
purely speculative at this point, but their record on this has been pretty good in recent months. Uh, they're not being real forthcoming with where that information is coming from, but again, not our not our news story, but we will point point you to it so you can get informed uh, with the information that is making its way around. Uh, so again, don't I don't want to I don't want to go too far too much further into it than saying it's a rumor and it's there. That's where you can go read it is at histank.com. But mm -hmm. that we'll just so we'll just leave that one as it is. Um, I know just saying target exclusive. I, I can hear Mark's eyes rolling in the back of, in, to his, in his head. Doesn't matter to me. I don't shop at Target. <laughs> Legitimately. Have not been back since they treated me poorly. Uh, Has your wife gone? No. And I told her it didn't have to, did not have to include her. Uh, I wasn't saying this family will no longer support Target. But they treated me extremely poorly as a customer. Mm -hmm. So I'm done. Done with them. So... Blood being a Target exclusive, okay. I wasn't going to get it there anyway. I know I'm paying double retail for anything that's Target exclusive. But let's be honest, most people are doing that anyway. Right. So, it's okay. Unless unless Racktime Rob finds it. Because that, right? dude, that dude's got leprechaun hands when it comes to finding yeah, I assume Target exclusives. It's crazy. I haven't gotten there yet, but I assume I will. If somebody else buys one and I'm willing to pay, you know pay for it and get it shipped here. So different than buying it off eBay. So yeah, all right, that's fine. But, I, but I'm done. Like I'm not, I'm not buying napkins or Easter candy at target where I once might have because they chose to treat me poorly as a customer. So I'm out. That Easter candy is probably hitting 90% off too. I know the little Cadbury eggs. Joe Cole, you get yourself some Easter candy. All right. Fair enough. A big bunny chocolate. <laughs> I already ate one of his ears. So, and that's well, it's one of the big divides on people. It's like the creamy or chunky peanut butter question. Are you in, do you go for the ear or the tail? Ears, ears. always. That's Start one, up, of my, down. one of my favorite memes is a bunny with no ears next to a bunny with no tail. <laughs> and the bunny with no tail goes, my butt hurts. And the bunny with no ears goes, what'd you say? <laughs> Why? So in Canada, we get um, the Kinder Surprise eggs, but the giant ones actually from Europe, the, the the real ones, not the half ones that you get here in the States. And so my mom will always get me like one or two of the big ones. And so there's this giant uh, insert in it with like uh, like a package that you have to open and build whatever it is for that season. And so she's like, I bought you two, but you can't have them until we see you. And I was like, just hold on to them. Right. That's a, that's a guilt trip right there. There's, yep. probably, there's probably room for a red ninja in there. Or a Santa. I'm all excited. Just saying. Red ninjas. <laughs> Wes is in trouble. Right. Wes is in trouble. I thought you were the one in trouble. 20. Yeah, but this is a new set of red ninjas, right? 20 is still the number, right? On your so for the little channel? ones, for the okay. yeah, the dent, the dollar ones. Okay. So we're gonna get into our our news and discussion from today's Hasbro Fan Fest. Yes. <laughs> got to say, we got we got no news, uh, no news sound there. Yes. Fair enough. All right. That better? Yes. That worked. Okay. That worked. So that's uh, that right here. 
This is Snake Eyes. That's your boy. He is six inches tall. That means he is in the one twelfth scale. Uh, yes. Availability is projected uh, at most retailers around August one. I wonder why. Uh, yeah. Suggest a retail price nine ninety nine. Articulation: heads, shoulders, elbows, hips, and knees. Uh, play feature: waist swivel that snaps back for attack action motion. Uh, photo is courtesy of Yahoo. Uh, that's from the article that they re that Hasbro. Uh, gave them the information for back on Tuesday. Uh, link to that article is in the description. So uh, we we're we're starting off right here with the man. That is uh, Snake Eyes movie representation. This is for the new six inch kids line mm -hmm. for Hasbro. And I know Mark, you're probably going to have some some lengthy thoughts on uh, figures at the lower price point. Why don't you go ahead as a marketer? Why don't you tell us why that's important? The the one thing that throws me here, and and I, I hope I'm not you know skipping ahead, but they announced when the movie is going to come out, right? And it's moving up noticeably from when we expected it. So it usually you'll have for a movie you'll have at least a couple weeks on shelf before the movie actually premieres, and that's when they'll le they'll lean on on uh, or Hasbro will make sure that nothing is in that wave one. That's a surprise for the movie, right? Like for their Marvel product. Sure. It's all, you know, your Avengers line is only going to be the main Avengers that you know are in the film. And then your villain and your other characters are more likely in wave two. So 8-1 uh, is the normal fall reset. So you could absolutely see that being a natural spot for toys. But if the movie is coming out a whole week earlier, that's, and and that, that's not optimal. Right. No, but that that date was also there on Tuesday before they released the change in the movie date, and we'll get to we'll get to that at the end okay. of the version. Mm -hmm. But uh, you got to imagine they knew that already; they sure, just hadn't but, announced it. I would say that date, that August first date. Let's take that with a big grain of salt, okay? Because they probably just didn't want to give away that they were moving the movie back. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but as far as as this whole line goes, and Snake Eyes in particular, I, I'm a fan. Uh, of what they're doing here to put out six inch. I mean, six inches is where they are with toys right now. And so if you want to start kids and have something to graduate them to, then you want to be in the same scale. And if you consider you're paying for our retro figures, we're paying 13 and change for a three and three quarter figure for 10 bucks with a movie license attached to it. These are pretty damn good. The sculpting looks good. Uh, you know, there is a decent amount of articulation. Uh, and again, these are for kids. So I don't want, I hope collectors don't savage them because they don't have rocker ankles or uh, a brutal ab crunch for them to, to mess with. I think these are, by and large, are really, really good. Uh, and I was, I was happy to see them. And look what they did at the torso area, right? It's uh, it, there is a play feature which is nice for kids, um, and it got rid of that you know that brutal chest cut that I hate. So I, I'm all over. Not me personally, right? I don't need these in my collection at all. But that's okay. I'm not I'm not betrayed by them. These are really good for kids. And ten bucks for a six inch figure that's poseable and comes with a few accessories. That's great. I, I'm a big fan of what they're doing here. Yeah, I, I think it was just important, like, everybody always likes to make the, uh, when they're talking about the the difficulties that we're having with 
finding the classified figures. But you say, oh, well, you're getting awful worked up because toys are for kids and blah, blah, blah. And those toys really aren't for kids. No. At 20 bucks a pop, they're really not for kids. No. These toys are for kids. And I, I just, I, I think it's great that GI Joe is getting out there with a good selection of characters at a low price point because that's how we're going to seed the next generation of fans. Um, if we don't take care of the kids now, they're not going to take care of us later. So I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm thrilled to see ten dollars, slightly less, uh, slightly less uh, articulated GI Joe at retail. Joe Colton, anything to add? Yeah, I actually really like these. Um, like Mark said, I I really found it interesting that they put so much detail at the lower price point for kids, like the texture on the forearms, the design and texture on the knife. Like, I, I like it. I think it's good. And and I also agree with you, Mike, that once we invest in the kids, they'll invest in us, and they'll be collecting. If they start collecting now, they'll be collecting for like 20, 30 years. And like, this is a great figure. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. You know who he is. He's got, he's got the shield, uh, the face guard. He's got uh, the visor. He's got his, his sword and his knife. He's not over, like, he doesn't have like all of the stuff and all of the pockets and stuff, but it's, it's for a kid. Like, why not? Yeah. You said about the textures on the figures, Lenny, yeah. uh, the designer made a comment about that during the presentation. He did. Back in, in Real American Hero, they'd see all the, the, the guns and the walkie-talkies and all the stuff that was molded onto the figures, and it really triggered his imagination mm -hmm. um, as far as where, you know, what they could do without necessarily having something in their hand, the stuff you could imagine. And so he wanted to, to recreate that for the kids that are going to be picking up this movie line. And because these are six-inch scale, if they offer something here that isn't in classified and likely won't be in classified, You'll get some collector play too. More on that later. Yeah, we'll scrape on that in a few slides. So, anyways, next slide. Uh, we're going to jump out of the six inch line here for just a second uh, and get the other big boy uh, in the reveal, quite literally. Uh, this is Ninja Strike Snake, guys. He is 12 inches in height. Yeah. Uh, availability again, most retailers around August 1st. Uh, retail price $19.99. Uh, articulation is at head, shoulders, elbows, hips, knees, and waist. Play feature, ninja slashing motion. Uh, and it's, a, it's button activated on the figure's back. Uh, Lenny was playing with it a little bit during the presentation today. And it's kind of a, a herky-jerky sword slashing thing. But for a younger kid, I it, it looked pretty cool. It makes lots of cool noises. Did the sword light up? It did. I feel like yeah. it lit up. Yes. Okay. I wasn't imagining it. Like that yeah. is super cool. I if I was a kid now getting one of these, I would be freaking out. Uh, it is modeled directly after Henry Golding's movie appearance. So he said, "I'm, I'm kind of guessing this is the most accurate version of the movie costume we're going to get early on." Anyway, uh, again, photo courtesy of Yahoo. Uh, Mark, again, you're the marketer here. What's uh, any thoughts? I mean, what, what's not to like, right? When they're selling Titan Heroes for uh, ten bucks, mm -hmm. that that you know move like a five points of articulation Star Wars character, and now you got a posable posable guy that lights up with a, a button to activate it. It's great. The only the only bummer is that there's nothing for him to interact with. Right? Yeah. 
he's it for the 12 inch scale. So uh, I think if they believed more in the appeal of Storm Shadow, you might have gotten one of each and maybe they pack them, you know, three, three to a case or, you know, six to a case and you're getting four snake eyes and two Storm Shadow or something. But that's the only complaint I have about this guy at all. I think it's a great toy, great value. Uh, and the only bummer is he's got nothing to work with. So, Joe Colton, your thoughts? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. All right. But what else can you say? It's a right. slashing ninja. <laughs> he, he lights up when you hit his button. Yeah. Yeah, but who doesn't? Hey! So, ne next uh, slide here. Swooping in. It's Snake Eyes on a motorcycle. Yeah. This is the Snake Eyes Stealth Cycle. Uh, we've seen this uh, last week or two weeks ago, whatever it was, in the in the Furai line. Mm -hmm. And here it is coming from Hasbro in, in a simpler take. Uh, this is for the six-inch figures. You can see Snake Eyes on there. I believe this comes with its own unique Snake Eyes as a driver. Um, again, around August 1st, $9.99. Uh, play featured ninja spin attack, which is activated by pushing the seat. And that's uh, it was this was written before today's presentation. If you didn't see it, if you haven't seen the video, that if you look up around Snake Eyes's chest, you can see that red egg popping out of the, the top of the motorcycle. Uh, you put that that's a foot peg for Snake Eyes, and you can you can put them on the top, and it basically spins them around like he can do a big roundhouse kick from the top of the motorcycle. He just keeps spinning, though. Yeah, it's a little goofy, um, but. <laughs> and those spinny things come off the wheels. Yeah, spinny things come off the wheels. Those yeah. little uh, buzzsaw things. Um, he didn't really explain those, but you can take them off and like. <laughs> yeah, apparently they can. They, they have a handle, so they can just try to cut one another with them, or do the yard, or something like that. Uh, Storm Shadow will also have his own stealth cycle that is decked out in in white with red trim. I Again, liked his cycle better, by the way. Yeah, very. It's very much like the the Furai model that we saw a couple of weeks ago. So if you go yeah. back and watch that video, you know the one that we couldn't get fifty likes for. Um, that that'll have the the, the Storm Shadow cycle, and it, it pretty well looked like that. Am something I, here, something here doesn't add up though, price wise. How do you figure? Well, he, how much is a, is a six-inch kid figure? What's the cost? $9.99. And what's this bike cost? $9.99. So there's no way it comes with a figure. Not at $9.99. I don't know. They, they showed unique snake eyes and a unique storm shadow with the motorcycles. Yeah. Then it, then it can't be $9.99. Not if a regular single figure. Maybe it's $19.99. I didn't write so, the price down. I, something here doesn't add up. I would think, but this is that's that was information that came out of that Yahoo article. Yeah, no, okay. that, I, I'm not. I'm not questioning the source. I'm just saying something here doesn't add up. Don't be surprised if there isn't an adjustment on this. Yeah, if that's not fourteen, which, which, which is totally fine. You know, I'm not. We won't come on here and be like, oh, now they're upcharging. Like, no. You, if you've established a six-inch figure is for, I mean, from the kid line is ten bucks, mm -hmm. then you can't get a figure on a motorcycle for ten bucks. You'll totally cannibalize your ten-dollar line. So this has to be more, unless it's a five-point of articulation brick figure. Doesn't look like it though. No, it's not. Yeah, so I, I would imagine there's a 
going to be a price adjustment here. Bait and I mean, stretch. This is a slap in the face. Oh, no, you straight up lied to me. Uh, anyway. We, but yeah, for a brick motorcycle? All right, kind of cool. Yeah, it's fine. Photo courtesy of <laughs> And so here we see some more of Snake Eyes' cohorts in, in wave one of, of this movie line. Uh, we've got Ninja Tech Snake Eyes. We've got the always familiar Baroness. In blue. In in blue with black trim, yes. Uh, we've and, right. and, and longer hair, it looks like. And longer hair. We've got our friend Storm Shadow, and we've got Snake Eyes again. Uh, and more of the same. Uh as far as articulation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So Ninja Tech Snake Eyes came with some of the stuff that will that they showed off. Uh, it was like a, a sigh and, and a and a sickle set and and mm -hmm. for the kids. And Ninja Tech Snake Eyes comes with versions of that that he can use in his posability. So neat neat bit of integration there. Uh, I guess and and a nice way to. Uh, work in a second Snake Eyes. We'll turn him into Spider-Man yet, darn it. Slowly. Uh, way back in the 90s, I started buying that Spider-Man line based on the, the TV show, hoping they would eventually get to something as silly as Woodland Camo Spider-Man. Uh, and they never, they actually went far beyond that in regards to silliness. So we got a ways to go before we get that silly with Snake Eyes, I think. But uh, any, any, any uh, comments concerns about character selection here or Joe, why don't you go first? I've been going first. I uh I really like the Storm Shadow and the Baroness on this on this side, like out of these four figures. I don't I have no interest in the ninja tech snake eyes. He is a little weird for me and his tennis shoes are bothering me. <laughs> so I his old man tennis shoes has got to go. More um, than more than Scarlet's classified divas? Yeah. Or Burke. Yeah, I, I like that. Look, I he signed up for time at the tennis court at 2 p.m. So you don't right. you'd be dismissing Snake Eyes. And then he can get to dinner at Luby's by 2. At the uh, the Stuckies, home of the Nutlog by 4. Right. Yeah. Get the, the, Jack Benny, the Jack Benny half price, half price plate special. <laughs> yeah. I do like the Baroness. I like her Baron, the, the weapon. I like that she's got longer hair. I like that they're doing a blue Baroness, which I didn't expect. Um, the details are really good. Um, I don't know if it's her hair. It's not her hair. They're covering up the Cobra emblem again on her chest. So it's it's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not. I'm it's not, not important. I'm not sure it's necessarily even there. But we'll find out. It's I guess I don't know. Like I can't. There's yeah, no close-ups yet. So red trim from body armor, or if it's or if it's actually a cobra symbol. So we'll yeah, talk more on that. Wait, as we see. wait, go back. I didn't wait. mean to go forward. Hang on. We have the technology. We do. I I love that they made her in blue, even if she's never in blue in the yeah. movie, right? Because it makes it stand out. It's different from the other Baroness figure on mm -hmm. Peg. It'll help her stand out from the all black snake eyes. Yep. So I, I'm totally down with this. Yeah, the tech one's kind of weird, but whatever. It's kids line. You, you, they, had, they had to do two snake eyes. Yeah. Right? So this one will be a little different. That's fine. The thing, the one missed opportunity on Storm Shadow, because they gave him such a good quiver as a backpack. Mm -hmm. And it may not have even been realistic, you know, for where the arrows are, but whatever. It wasn't on the original toy either. 
I wish the swords had gone through the quiver the way yeah. the G1 backpack did. Because then, not, not because everything has to be like the original, but that design was so sharp because he could carry all his weapons at once. Yeah, and, and you didn't have to put them in his hands. Yeah, I, I think that's a bit of a miss. And, but the one thing I find really interesting here is that uh, forget about what he actually looks like. Just color-wise, mm -hmm. this is a pure white ghost storm shadow. And that's not what we're getting from the movie or in the movie, it feels like. And so it's interesting to me that they would deviate from that if this is a movie line for kids, mm -hmm. it's strange to me that Storm Shadow looks so different unless there's going to be some kind of change in the movie. But I don't expect they're going to go from off-white to pure white at some point, right? It just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So I found that interesting. But I like the figure. The figure's cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool, especially for a kid's line. Like, yeah. this, These figures... It, except that the tech snake guys would make me want to collect if I was yeah. a kid right now, like those three figures there would be, I would, they, so I would, it, I'm the target. Well, and so. for, for my money, this, storm oh, yeah. this storm shadow might be better than the classified storm shadow. Mm -hmm. We'll get into that later. Uh, it, it should be noted too, that all of these figures are going to have that waist swivel attack feature. It's not just a snake eyes thing. Uh, so, Storm oh. is going to do it. Baroness is going to do it. Ninja Tech Snake Eyes has that. And all of the ones on the next screen, they will all do that, too. Um, oh. And all of the weapons that these guys come with are going to have some kind of modular ability to them, whether you, either you can combine them or they're going to fit together. Uh, like, you know, Ninja Tech Snake Eyes has the sigh and the sickle. That's just like... Uh, the, the, the role play stuff that they showed off. I don't have pictures of those, unfortunately. I got them. We can put them up later. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. Aren't you special? I took notes, sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> but so neat neat stuff there. That's gonna bring us to the rest of wave one. So cool. Right? That's gonna get us a night creeper. Yes. Seriously, night freaking creeper. Yeah. And there's oh a fancy guy. <laughs> uh, and also uh, Scarlet mm -hmm. and a red ninja who we'll probably have to call Bert. Otherwise, Joe Colton will, will flip out. Uh, and there's the same, same stuff as before. So uh, obviously we knew the red ninja was coming. We knew Scarlet was coming. Uh, you can see the modular weapons there. She's got knives sticking out of her crossbow. Mm-hmm. Again, whatever it's kids' toy, they can do it's that. Fine. They cannot do that. That bow comes off. Yeah, uh, you can have a bow and a machine gun. It's pretty cool for for what it is. Uh, and then there's the there's the night creeper. Like where where did they think up this? Like that's cool, but I was like, all right. Screaming at us from the the grand days of 1990, uh, with his original crossbow. And with two swords sticking out of that, sticking out of the crossbow. A uh, great pick. Yeah. Uh, absolutely out of left field and unexpected, and and pretty neat looking. And they Mark. loved him. They loved him so much they gave him a better crossbow than Scarlet. So. Right. <laughs> right? No. No. The I mean the creeper, unless he's heavily packed, 
Because mm-hmm. I gotta imagine that means you'll never get him in classified. I mean, not for a long time, right? Classified is really, really successful. Yeah. Really so, long time. So for 10 bucks, and he looks great. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that cla- the classified fans of, of any of them, the classified fans will be after this guy like crazy. Yeah. Right. So get ready to have your forty dollar night creeper auctions because <laughs> from a collector you're being nice for forty dollars, right? From a collector perspective, this guy is the winner in this whole thing because yeah. the red ninja is very good too. I don't want to sell short on him, but we have a classified red ninja that wasn't that hard to find. Right. So of all the troop builders, he was the one that most people got as many as they could afford or slash wanted. So. Yeah, that night creepers big time. And, except, and, for, except for Joe Colton, who wants them all. Well, true. Um, and but the Scarlet, um, again, very different from her uh movie look, assuming the classified figure is the movie look. This yeah. is is very, you know, 1982 homage. Yeah. So I you know, kind of cool that they're making them different. And this one is more kid-friendly with mm-hmm. the popping yellow and I'm not, I get it. I'm not a fan of the bow as the crossbow, but you know, it's good toys. So cool. Yeah. And, and look, she's got the gun in the right hand, Mark. Yeah. Now I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember now. Don't slam me here. Uh, which side is the red supposed to be on, on Scarlet up by her neck? I don't know. Don't remember. Right. Should be on her right shoulder. So, yep. so, this, right. so this one is correct. Yes. Just file that away. Oh, goodness. So we'll move on from Night Creeper and Little Dancing Guy. Oh, and she's right-handed, so we're happy about that. And here's uh, the, the images of role-play yes. in the, the Yahoo article. Uh, this is cute. Uh, special Missions Mask and the Ninja Strike Morning Light. Uh, and this, each with electronic light and sound effects. Uh, again, at most retailers on August 1st. Uh, retail price, $19.99. Uh, they are kid-sized, but not poncho-sized. Yeah. So You'll still you know. see a little a little uh, rim of face when I wear it, but that's okay. <laughs> that would just cover your forehead and your eyes. Right. <laughs> there'd be, be face on all directions. I mean, this- I wouldn't be any different, but... <laughs> This is my favorite part of the comment section today is when they put this put this one up and, and they went nuts and went, that's what Snake Eyes is supposed to look like. <laughs> light up. <laughs> light up. No, not the mask. The kid no. with the sword. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Don't. Let's look, not go there. Caucasian blonde, right? <laughs> well, kind of. <sighs> Does it, it matter? Feel, it feels yeah. to me, and there's no inside knowledge on this, that this origin story is going to be so different that it might not matter that they cast Henry Golden by the time we're done with it. Look, I, I have maintained from the beginning, I, Snake Eyes' race doesn't matter so much, but his nationality does. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, I may, maybe I'm the crazy one. I'm not the crazy one. Well, and we don't, we don't know. Is he, going to, is he going to be from the United States? It could be from Britain. That'd be natural. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's what he's sounding like in the movie. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We don't Scottish. want Scottish. He'd be Scottish. Running around screaming action force slogans. 
He'll be Hispanic. Bueno! Speaking of our friend Henry Golding, here he is. Hi! Here's the movie figure. So cool. Is uh, the classified snake eyes. That is classified scale and articulation. Mm -hmm. He includes the morning light sword with sheath, two knives, uh, a Henry Golding head, and a second masked head. Uh, and this is straight off of, of Hasbro's. This is off the Hasbro Pulse website. Uh, so neat, neat look there. It really does look like Henry Golding. If uh, we we put it on our spot, obviously you can go to the Hasbro Pulse YouTube channel, check it out there. Uh, watch Henry Golding unbox his own figure. He he was pretty thrilled. It looked like uh, to to pull his own Snake Eyes out of the box to to have yeah. his own little personal action hero. He was really excited. Like. I, I have to say, if it if it were me, I'd I'd be right there too. I'd be geeking out and screaming like a little kid. I like that he had a knife handy. He was just yeah. like, knife. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, there's a little street cred there, but look, he knew he was doing an unboxing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been it's so been I, on the website for weeks. weeks. So I gotta say, I like this figure a lot. I like the texturizing, and I saw that uh, Len had said the shiny parts are the armor, and the matte parts are more of the cloth parts that are going to be on the costume. So I like that they're trying to incorporate different aspects instead of just having a straight black. Everything right. is shiny. Everything is or everything is matte, and so they're adding textures and different. Um, different styles of paint in order to, to make it more interesting. Well, that was my worry seeing the, the kids snake eyes figure was there's a lot of gray mixed in there. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, Oh, I really hope they, they you know mm -hmm. try to stay as dark as possible. if not jet black. And so, yeah, matte, matte black, you know, flat black, shiny black, all good. Yeah. Uh, and, and this looks great. And this is, this should be the biggest sigh of relief for Joe fans is, you finally got to look at this is what he's going to look like in the movie. And I think fans, honestly, were more worried about neck down, right? Because yeah. we knew it was going to be golden. You wouldn't cast golden if you weren't going to show his face a lot. Right. But we had it is no, an origin no idea. Story. Yeah. No idea what he was going to look like suit-wise. And, yeah, this is, this is pretty legit. It's also an origin story. You're not going to see him wear the mask in within 10 minutes. Like... You don't hire Golding just to stick right. him in a mask. Yeah, right. like, I mean, it, it gives you that much of the plot in the title. Yeah, it, Snake Eyes, GI Joe Origins. Yes, not uh, Snake Eyes years later. Yeah, Snake Eyes six years into his run. No. Uh, just want to give a, a quick apology to the folks in the live chat. Uh, normally, we spend a little bit more time working you guys into the discussion. Mm -hmm. uh, We'll do that as we go on. It's it's just difficult to juggle all these images and and talk to you know our expert our panel of experts. Um, and uh, you know, in Mark's case, I guess he is an expert. But you know, Joe, mm. Joe and I, we're just we're 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 leeching. I'm nothing. I was I'm a rusty, rusty expert, but whatever. Yeah. I feel like I haven't been negative enough. Let's find something I can tear into. No, I like this you. <laughs> So, Mark, what do you think about his chest cut? You know what? Uh, and, and I'll be generous here. The figures that have hidden it best, other than, like we've always said, uh, gal figures, 
tend to hide it pretty well because there's a natural cut where they can obscure it. Um, and anything in armor or a knight or a robot, you can find seams that make it work. But beyond that, if you can go all black, it hides better. So the Destro figure, the first Snake Eyes figure in the classified lines, have hidden it pretty well. And it's, you know, it's, in this photo, it's great. But, you know, that's in this photo. But, you know, I, I think it will bother me less on this than it does on at least one other figure. Is that one other figure this gentleman? Uh, this is Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins Classified Storm Shadow. He is also classified scale and articulation. Mm -hmm. He includes two swords, two, two swords. Swords. Two swords, two swords, sheaths, an Andrew Koji likeness head, and a masked head. Uh, we are seeing him here with his Andrew Koji head, obviously. Uh, this photo courtesy of Hasbro from earlier today. So, Mark, is this one of those figures you're talking about? Yeah, the chest cuts hard on this guy. Um, it's also low. Yeah. He's barrel chested, like almost to his stomach. And I'm not, I'm not, well, you know how most, most of your original Storm Shadows ended up kind of yellow after a couple of years? Like this one, they're just saving to the time. So, so they called it bone. Like yeah. A bone color. And I'm not, I'm not even that mad about it not being pure white. Although I know there's a lot of people who are, um, mm -hmm. What, what the, what's problematic for me here is kind of what we talked about on uh, being different on Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes is black colored, but there's lots of different kinds of black. This is all so much the same color that it looks unfinished. Yeah. Uh, I would like some more shading or logos or something to break it up. Yeah, maybe some something more metallic on the belt, perhaps. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, the belt the belt would have been great, or the, the wrappings on the sword. Couldn't you make the sword handles a slightly different color, right? The wrapping on the mm -hmm. on below the hilt, or even I, like his padding on his shoulder and his like the gauntlet yeah. guards, like, like make them just slightly off, or even like shine them up a little bit, like you did with with Snake Eyes. Because his armor is shiny black. Well, you could have made it like this alabaster bone color, but shinier. Yeah, and it would it would make the the jacket pop more yeah. if the undershirt was slightly lighter or slightly darker, but mm -hmm. it's not, and it, it makes it feel unfinished. Yeah, you know, like the toys you get the when you see this the stuff that escapes from the factory, right? And you're like, oh, it's all one color. That's cool. That's kind of what he looks like. And I, w I was not feeling it uh, for this guy. I, I think he's, I, I know they have to do match what the movie's doing. So this isn't an mm -hmm. indictment of Hasbro or Lenny. I just think this is a miss for an iconic character that we didn't get the iconic look for in uh, the classified line yet, right? We got kind of the offshoot mm -hmm. version too. And if it wasn't, if they weren't going to use the original Storm Shadow in the movie, then they should have let him do it in Classified. But I mean, yeah. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, but it's also Storm Shadow, G.I. Joe Origins. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but there uh, are there are some silver zippers and that on on the jacket there, but it's it like silver is the one color that isn't going to necessarily pop off of off white. And yeah. I also think that a lot of these diorama shots like the one we've used here mm -hmm. 
I think the colors that are going on in the diorama aren't doing the figure any favors because we see, we see a lot of browns and a lot of yellows in the diorama and it kind of just your eye is is going to start transposing that onto the white of the figure. And I, I want to be really careful how I say this because it could be easily misinterpreted, but because the bone and white off white is fading into the flesh tone of the head, it just makes it look, you know, it looks like a pencil, like with an eraser on top, right? The whole overall thing. Whereas snake eyes you get when you have the unmasked head on, you get the, the gigantic color break right. of black to flesh tone. However you want to define the color of that flesh tone. But here is it's not a big color break. And that just makes it look more like it got painted with one big brush. So I have to say something. I just looked at the on the Hasbro Pulse and the collar part is shiny, as are his guard, his shin guards, and his um, uh, arm guards. They are shiny. So I don't know if it's just the photography in this or not. It's, just, yeah, it still looks unfinished. I don't not, know. I was it's not enough. And, and, and again, yeah. I'm not blaming anybody but the studio. Yeah. Um, it's just it's not a good look. He's got some uh, some cool, comfortable Obi-Wan Kenobi pants going, though. He does. <laughs> that man's comfortable. That's all yeah. I'm... Need clothes to breathe to beat you. <laughs> Just stands by a wall. Mm, yeah. so, says, so says Death Clock. I got that freedom of movement. Yeah. Anyways. So here's Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow with their masked heads on. I, I don't know how well that's showing up. We can present to you, mm. but again, you can get all the images on, on Hasbro Pulse. That's where we pinched them from. So uh, that brings us to uh, figure number three in the movie wave, uh, and this is clearly the Baroness. Uh, it includes an Ursula Corbero likeness. It's got removable glasses, uh, two machetes, and a machine gun with a removable muzzle and ammo clip as you can yeah. see her, her playing with in the picture there. Uh, this figure is pretty cool. This is... Mm -hmm. I, 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 cool. Wish, <laughs> I wish I had something a bit more dynamic to describe it, but uh, I mean, if you're going to put the, the Baroness in a movie, this is how she's going to look. Joe Colton, you're, you're our, our, our Baroness expert. Give us your thoughts here. So I don't get me wrong. I like the figure. Why couldn't you keep her long iconic hair? I don't know. It's just, um, her jacket's nice. Um, it's, it's a, I don't know if you can see the front. It's a little, it's, it's like, she's got like a little jacket on top of like some scaled corset that she's wearing underneath. I like the shiny parts on her thighs. It, it gives this illusion that, um, she's got like thigh high boots. She's very nice. I like the accessories that she comes with. Um, I like that you can remove the, the silencer and the mag. She's a good figure. I just, I don't know. The glasses are a little too cat eye-ish for me. Um, and, and the hair. I, I know I'm nitpicking, but. Nitpicky. Notice also, the, the cat collar needs to go. Like, who's wearing collars? Like, it's not the 1990s anymore. Like, get out. 
I mean, she is European. You never know. But hey. She's great. Like, she looks beautiful. It's just those three little things. I, I noticed that Joe Colton went to criticize glasses and took off her own glasses. Yes, I did. Mark, what do you think here? I love that there's a real machine gun here. Yes. Very cool. Removable clip a la Action Force. I, I think you mean that's a machine blaster. Right. Well, I just said Action Force when they found a Dallas smile. Um, uh, I love, love, love that the Cobra logo is front and center, right? Without any straps or chains or anything hanging over it. And I wasn't sure they were even going to brush up on the idea of Cobra in this movie because they don't have to. So this is a this is a good nod that they're at least going to acknowledge that in the film. Uh, of course, I prefer the Baroness with long hair, but if, if it's short hair now, it gives them a new hairstyle for the next movie. I was thinking very Black Widow with this, where they change up or do every film. So cool. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for a choker necklace. So I got no problem with the choker necklace. I'm fine with it. Look but, what you did, Joe Colton. Look what you did. Except this. Hey, Mike, if I share my screen. I know. I was like, no. You're not old. Mike, if I share my screen, does it screw things up? It shouldn't. It'll just kick this one off for a minute. All right, I have this picture of uh, her hair bothers me the most. Like the Lady J figure right now, and I get that Jay has that open collar. That's important, right? That's, yeah. That's Lady J. But look how terrible it makes the transition from chest to neck look. Yeah, that's awful. Right? Like we used to run into this at McFarland a lot with sports figures because the, the head and neck were one piece that clicked into the torso. So we would almost always do an undershirt. And I get, I understand why you can't do that with Jay because whether it's revealing or not, that patch of very upper chest is what she's supposed to look like. So, but with the Baroness here, it breaks my heart because you've got, apparently she's going to wear a choker collar. You have a natural break there that you could use. And by the way, her neck is way too long. <laughs> way too long. So you could just, I swear, if you cut it underneath the collar and just dropped it, she'd be perfect. So yeah, like <laughs> even if, maybe this is exactly how it looks in the movie, and that's why they're following it. But God, you so could use woman, that. As a woman with a very long neck, um, why are you drawing attention to back, back in uh, back in high school? Weren't you weren't your name the giraffe? Some people would call me a giraffe. Yes. Oh my and, god! And I other people, other people, other people walked by were like, "What up, G?" <laughs> but that's what they meant. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, but, her armor is great though. Like other than her neck and her hair. We're like her armor's beautiful. Like the yeah. the details, great. Everything is wonderful. Like she's great, other than the neck and the fact that she has a choker necklace that they could have used and didn't. I mean, yes. I'm no expert on Ursula Corbeau, so maybe she just has a really long neck. It doesn't matter though. Maybe she is like Joe Colton, eight foot three. Just this is an opportunity missed in that one spot. And other than that, I think this figure is amazing. I mm -hmm. think it's amazing. I, that's the next next time, man. 
when oh. they have when they have a, a fan fest, we're doing the drinking game. Where anytime someone there getting a paycheck refers to their own product as amazing or awesome, you take a shot. Awesome's fine. Amazing was overdone. You will be hammered half an hour in. Just saying. Yeah. Moving forward. So there's another familiar face. This is, of course, Scarlet. Uh, classified scale articulation that includes a Samara weaving likeness and a crossbow. A great looking figure. A little light on the accessories, but I guess something has to be if you're spending all that money on on likenesses and doing, you know, removable mag clips and muzzles and bonus swords and things like that. I guess somebody had to come up with the short end of the stick on on accessories and, and it's our girl Scarlet. They're all a little light on accessories. But her yeah. more her more than the rest. But yeah, it, it, even if they're light on accessories, then some those accessories tend to do something. Scarlet's just got a crossbow. So we'll we'll toss this over again to our lead Scarlet correspondent, Joe Colton. I'm, um, red, I'm a redhead. I. You Go can text as the lead redhead correspondent. La yeah. Ladies first. Um, I really love this figure. I love that they got her her red hair right. It's in a ponytail. There's no like white little wispy thing. Um. I would have liked a few more accessories, but it's really, uh, it, it's fine. Um, I love the armor, like that Kevlar look armor, the belts. She looks, she looks great. And even like the touch of yellow that they have in different places, like the trims and the elbows. And so it gave it, it gave it a little bit of a, uh, it's not just gray and red hair. Um, yeah, I liked it. I like her shins that are Kevlar as well. So, yeah. Can't go wrong. I, I think I'm we, getting her. I think we are setting a record tonight as far as participants in our live chat or live viewership. We're, we got up close to 50 a few seconds ago. So, thanks to everybody who's tuning in. Make sure that you are subscribing to the channel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That button down there. Uh, sorry, throw a little cheap plug in there. Mark is our lead, our lead carrot top uh, correspondent. Yeah. What are your thoughts here? Uh, well, obviously the, the hair is all red. I'm happy about that. Um, <laughs> and you know, my, my regular scarlet, you know, not complaint, but uh, the easiest hurdle. She's right-handed. So love to see her right-handed. That's good to see. The And I love the little bit of yellow because she still looks, I mean, this is maybe the most uh, tactical look Scarlet's ever had anywhere, uh, figure-wise at least, and I think it's great. Absolutely love it. The one thing, and this is what we alluded to earlier, if you're going to do the the red patch or the red shoulder pad as the homage, put it on the correct shoulder. should be on her right shoulder. It looks like there's mm -hmm. some armor there where it could have been. So now again, has, this is not a Hasbro beef because I'm sure they're following what it looks like in the movie. But for them to go, we're totally going to do the homage with the red. And I'm not saying they had to do it, but if you're gonna do it, put it on the correct shoulder. I can't. I can't imagine the argument where you go, "We want to do the red homage." Cool. Uh, which shoulder was it on? Right. No, we're going to go left. Like either do it or don't do it. But now it looks like someone missed the memo. 
Uh, Biff McHonky Donk asks, as a southpaw myself, what does Mark have against left-handers? Don't have anything against left-handers, but Scarlett's original XL1 power crossbow has the offset sight to match up to her right eye. So she would have to shoot it with her right hand. Same thing as Han Solo's Star Wars blaster. With the offset sight, it has to be shot from one hand. So Han Solo, Scarlett, right-handed. And and th- and that got me here on the the packaging, is it's beautiful whoever the artist was, but he has her aiming the crossbow with his right hand, her right hand, and then the offset image has her looking cool holding it in her left. Yeah, I think so, it's a uh, Magali Veneuve. And and even if you, even if you don't know my geeky hang up about her being right handed, why would you offset it in either hand when it's unless it had been a bit where she's so dangerous that she's ambidextrous and what's wrong with ambidextrous nothing i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it i'm just saying if you know the if you know the brand Mm -hmm. there once was a guy who would look at incoming comic covers and say love it crossbow's got to be in her right hand just say that's uh, all the only ambidextrous I know personally. I can chew on both sides of my mouth. Big but league chew. That's about all I can. Big league chew. Yes, it's almost within arm's reach. <laughs> Kinda. Anyways. But overall, great, great figure. Love. Yeah. Figure. And that brings us to figure number five. Uh, of course, Tiger Force Tollbooth. No. What? <laughs> no, not Tiger Force Tollbooth. This is Akiko. She is an original character from the movie, uh, which we read about in all of the, the casting stuff last year. Uh, that is, uh, the likeness is actress Haruka Abe. Uh, she has combinable sword weapons. That's That staff that she's holding there splits into two swords. Uh, and that is something that, that apparently she does in the movie, Lenny wanted to make sure to point out. Uh, but she's got a real basic ninja look to her, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. Sometimes simple is good. You don't have to make things overcomplicated. You just have to make them good. Yeah, I, I have a feeling she's got a big part to play in the plot of this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's an accident that she wears black like Snake Eyes and white like Storm Shadow. So we... we Alabaster. I don't know anything Alabaster like Storm Shadow. I don't know anything about this movie, but that's just my own speculation. Uh, I think they're just going for the really obvious uh, symbolism there. But uh, Joe Colton, you're our Lady Ninja lead correspondent. Yes. Uh, I So, uh, was it? Uh, Tron Union did the art for this, and it is the package art, and it is fantastic. I, I love the art. I wish it was a poster. I would buy that poster. Um, the figure itself, very clean lines, uh, good head sculpt. I like that this wave wave is coming in with three females and two males. It's, uh, I don't know, it gave me joy a little bit. So um, I like that her staff turns into two swords. Um, what else? Yeah, she's a brand new character, and I'm looking forward to it. I don't know what she's about, but I... I I'm interested. She's a, she's clearly a ninja, so or part of the clan, maybe. Who knows? So, 
the more the the more uh, uh, new characters that people can relate to, the more younger people can join in and start joining the collecting of GI Joe. The more the brand becomes more popular again and has a future, and it doesn't just die out. Yeah, I I dig Akiko here, and and I think we always get, uh, the, like the first edition of a figure, the first iteration of a character, you kind of get away with it as far as designing goes. So you can make mm -hmm. the character pretty simple, pretty basic, and it, it just maybe more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking more job oriented, perhaps. Uh, and, and not have to worry about putting specific hooks or, or tropes into the the look of the character. Mm -hmm. So I dig I dig Akiko here. That's that's a neat figure. Uh, she's going to look great with the rest of this line. Uh, certainly, uh, Mark Weber, your thoughts here. I am all about new characters, so I was thrilled that there is a new character. But and and here's I guess that's the disclaimer. Joe Colton, if this was a Star Trek movie, what color shirt would she be wearing? Red. What percent chance do you give her to survive this film? Thirteen. Or less. Thirteen. Wow. Or less. With and this is pure speculation, but because Jinx has to come into play. Lots of people are going this same place. I haven't read this anywhere. I wasn't reading this afternoon. This is just what the tea leaves certainly point to. Yeah, the black and the alabaster, the mix of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. This is Apprentice uh, slash maybe love interest for Storm for somebody. Shadow. somebody. And yeah. I hope they don't go there. Because yes. I hate that female characters are so often defined by who their love interest is. They yes. don't, don't need to have that. But I don't believe she'll be romantically involved with Snake Eyes because I think they'll play that Scarlet card eventually. And mm -hmm. you don't want to be like, oh, he met his one true love at the end of the movie after Kiko died, right? This is going to be the, the apprentice that's torn between the two and is maybe romantically involved with Storm Shadow. And her death will be the, the, the final straw in the fracture between the two. Because with no hard master to kill, because obviously they're not going by, they're abandoning a lot of Larry's original story. They mm -hmm. still need that fracture point between the two. Because there was one point where Lenny said, you need some guys for Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow to fight. So obviously, you know, act two, they're probably still, you know, maybe uh, bristling against each other, but on the same side. And then you'll have that fracture and the fight. So I'm going to toss this up here because it's too good of a quote uh, from Sean Russell before we ban him again. Uh, but to quote Bobby the Brain, yeah, but whose side is she on? <laughs> I like the, the one I saw flash by was her full name is Akiko Yobut. <laughs> which is I think uh, pretty strong. But sure, and, and here's where I'm gonna I'm gonna go against Joe Colton, which is a dangerous thing to do here. If you're putting out a five-figure line in yeah. case packs of six, this is a character who I'm sure is gonna die in the movie and i i'm not or saying leaves or leaves yeah, well you know comic book death right yeah we'll see her again in the third movie and she'll be pissed off but <laughs> but and and she'll have half a face 
Case pack <laughs> is case pack of six. Yeah. Five people, five uh, figures in this set. Yeah. No troop builder at all. No. Mm -hmm. And you know they're going to fight eight billion ninjas at some point. Now, if they're red ninjas, maybe they already blew that red ninja or played the red ninja card in classified and couldn't do it again. Mm -hmm. But to for what is, and I know it's 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 not as defined as it used to be, and there are lots of gals who like G.I. Joe. Yes, there are is, more than there used to be. This is still a boy-focused brand. Mm -hmm. And to have it be 60% female figures, when one of them is, I'm not going to say throwaway, but one mm -hmm. of them is a lesser character than the other four. I think the I think this is an opportunity missed for which I would have I would have pushed for a troop builder in this place or better if they've given me the item count and the tooling this is my pulse exclusive you want to keep go you got to come to Hasbro Pulse and the mm -hmm. retailers if her arc plays out like I think it will the retailers wouldn't squawk about the apprentice figure not being part of their assortment. I would tell them, no, I'm giving you double pack troop builders yeah. that the collectors will snap up like crazy. So uh, this is it is curious to me that they have a five figure collector. Well, maybe it's partly collector focused and it won't matter as much, but it is certainly odd to be 60 percent female in what is a boy focused brand. Tune in next week when Joe Colton and Mark Weber duke it out in the squared circle. Right. <laughs> I try to be very respectful about all of that. And I, I agree. I, I think she's either not going to make it or she is going to leave two-thirds of the way in. And that'll be like, she'll be like the thing that finally separates them right. as as friends. And she either turns on Storm Shadow and says, you're you're beyond what I could I could go and just just leaves. And yeah, their their argument. You know, she yeah. doesn't like that she's stoking discontent on you know on accident. Right. And she's gone. And maybe she's back as Jinx later on or or just as a Kiko. Nothing wrong with a brand new Kiko. Yeah, I'd, I, I would prefer great, them not but. to either if she comes back later on, I prefer them to leave her as her. And yeah. Jinx is Jinx is something else. Love, so. love new characters. And I think mm -hmm. that's great. And 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 if I had my druthers, that troop builder would be a brand new character. It wouldn't be a, nin a Night Creeper, even though they did a really good Night Creeper in the kids' line. It wouldn't be a Red Ninja because they've done a really good Red Ninja before and now in the kids' line. I would have made the Night... The, whatever the, the nameless, faceless, troop-building ninja that they're going to kill by the dozen, That I think that's, that is incredibly missing from this, from a, a marketing and a construction standpoint. Just be regular ninjas. Yeah, it's fine. But I'll, I'll put a fiber down on a Kiko dying. Yeah. <laughs> dead, dead woman walking. Anybody taking that one? No. Anybody? No? Okay. All right. Fair enough. She's dead. She's the, she's the red shirt on the away party, baby. Oh, she going to die. Oh, man. Not all women in red shirts die. That's true. Especially in the, the old series. Those are the, the women in the red skirt outfits would usually spend a, a few minutes uh, mashing face with Kirk. And then some of them would die after that. This one? She is the S.G. Jones in this battle royal. <laughs> it is not going to happen. 
the crowd's just... gonna, the crowd's gonna love her, and she's gonna be the first one over the ropes. Anyways, uh, that brings us to Snake Eyes GI Joe Origins. Drum roll, please. Uh, announced by host Jackie Jennings after the panel. Now releasing to theaters on July 23rd. So Only in theaters. Only in theaters. Because, good Lord, if you haven't been vaccinated by then, they should send burly people to your house to punch you. Go get vaccinated. All of you, go get vaccinated. Good God. So uh, it's good news. We've got a yes. It's been in the can for a while. They did some reshoots a little bit ago, uh, which is normal. Um, and yes. so now we'll, we'll be ready to go come come summertime. I was laughing at Sean Russell, who says her full name is Ikiko the Bucket. <laughs> <laughs> well played. I'm going to put that up here just. Just so That's we can for, for posterity. I can go the bucket. <laughs> well done. Yes. Well done. Uh, and maybe maybe we won't ban you quite so quickly this week. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, uh, yeah, we all know what we're doing July 23rd. Yeah. And we have actually already gotten questions in the post-sock for this. We, we're not doing post-sock this week. Lord knows there's enough to, to chat about without doing post sock. We'll get to the question. We'll get we'll do a big post sock next week, hopefully, uh, with with our guest, Paul Aller, who will be on next week's program with us. Um and uh but but yeah, so uh Rack Time Rob gives us a good point. Be nice to get a trailer. Yeah. Nice to get yeah. a trailer. We, we just finished reshoots, so okay. Now that we've now that we actually have a, a legitimate date, mm -hmm. nice next. Uh, that brings us to the end. There's a little dancing guy. He's back again. So, uh, folks, how, how did we feel at the end of this one? I, I liked it. I liked almost everything they did. The the complaints I have are, are nitpicks. Yeah. Um, and just the, the, you know, I'm, I would have built, I probably would have built that line a little differently. But it's hard to be mad at a unique original character who's getting representation right away. So, but by and large, I really like what they did. I think this was a strong, strong lineup. Um, and I liked what they did for the kids. The role play stuff was good too. So, and I love that it's moving up. You know, we've waited long enough. God knows, I've been I've been hearing the opposite news for a long time. So, GI Joe movie moving up? What? Who knew? That seems backwards, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Man, so weird. I I I see. I like. I don't have. I can't talk trash to a director about that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have a stand on. And oh, and then we talked about a little bit earlier. I think maybe off air that it was cool to see Golding legitimately pumped up yeah. about about getting to his figure. That red is genuine. Not everything today red is genuine, but that definitely red is genuine. So I was I was pleased. Yeah, to see he, that. he did seem really excited. He seems like a, a good guy to have a, to be the face on this. Yeah, like I mean, I think we were all 
none of us were wild about Rise of Cobra or Retaliation, but it felt like Channing Tatum was so done with it by the second movie, right? Because mm-hmm. he was a big Hollywood star now. Yeah, he, and, like he was done with it on the first one. Yeah, and The, yeah. And, and the Rock, who, who's a great uh, you know, star and showman. He seemed pretty excited, but then they would also talk to Bruce Willis, who didn't seem to know a whole lot about what he was yeah. doing with G.I. Joe. So it was, it's always, like, even the good has been tempered with the not so good. But at this yeah, one, the, where Henry Golding is the one real star in this picture, and he's really pumped up for it, is a good feeling. Yeah, and The Rock is is that excited about whatever project he's currently pushing, right? So over t- over time, you're like, yeah, I've seen you this excited about Skyscraper and Doom, and so... Have you seen Skyscraper? I have not. It's it's better than it has any business being. Okay. Oh. I'll give it... I'm not going to call it good, but two stars out of four? Okay. All right. Yeah. Solid outing. Worth the paycheck. Go get him, Rocky. And off he goes. But, but you know what I mean about The Rock, right? He's always in that hype mode about whatever he's currently doing. So it's hard, it's hard to take him at face value. A little bit. Diana Davis is still bitter. Chris Hemsworth auditioned. Chris fucking Hemsworth. Yeah. Went with Tater. And then they showed us what Hemsworth would have looked like, right, in that Netflix film, as a a you know, mercenary military type. So. Yeah. Yeah. None of us feel about Channing Tatum. None of us. But it did let us see Magic Duke and Magic Duke Two. Yeah. Uh, there were some other role play stuff that we didn't have uh, images of, I, or rather, let me let me rephrase that: that I didn't feel like going back and adding images to. Because, uh, look, we love it, we but we're not. That's not what this show is. If you're buying that stuff for your kids, great, more power to you. But you're not buying that stuff for your kids because you saw pictures of it on one Macho Mine. That's the right. Yeah, maybe. We cover it. We we covered it lightly, and we will probably move on. And never mention it again. Stop your attempted guilt, Joe Colton. That's not going to work. It's no good here. I think maybe we should have gone over it. No, we did. It's working over here. We did go over it. We got we had the picture of the kid with the snake eyes mask doing this thing, and right the other kid with the sword. And I talked about the the sickles with the size and. How Ninja Tech Snake Eyes comes with those, and we we covered it. It just wasn't done in the greatest of detail. So you guys are coming up here July twenty second, huh? So yeah. You can all go to the movies. Yep. Sure. And then the next day, two of us can go on a Hasbro tour. It'd be great. <laughs> well, you can go on the Hasbro tour. They're just going to kick you out halfway through. Actually, I actually did once, and it was pretty awesome. People were like, <laughs> "Wait a minute." Like, like they saw a ghost. And that, Did they do like a double take? Yeah, with the University of Rhode Island was like, they had a bit where NBA students could tour to tour Hasbro. And I was like, I'm in. So people were giving this feel like, this is where we do. Did they, they see a ghost? Is it just because you're that pale or because they recognized you? A little of both. All right. A little of both. But. Fair enough. Fair enough. Joe Colton has no response to that cruel, cruel joke about Mark's complexion. Come on. Like, I, like I'm embarrassed about my skin tone. Yeah. Not a lot I can do about it. I, well, I can go purple. 
I'll go outside for a couple hours. I'll show you something totally different. Well, the moon's out, Mark, so that might only take a couple of minutes here. Yeah, the moon will get me. It, it don't care. <laughs> I got no friends outside. That's just sunlight through another, uh, an extra lens. That's all. Yeah. I the moon would be like, he thinks he's safe. <laughs> Son, give me some of that. <laughs> oh, goodness. So we are rolling on. We're at 75 minutes or so. We might actually get a chance to get out of here early. We'll give a couple of minutes. If the crowd has any specific questions about what we saw today that we can answer for him real quick here, we'll, we'll take a few of those. Um, so I want to go back to the very beginning of the show. So obviously if Major Blood winds up being a Target exclusive, he's not going to be a Target exclusive alone. So who, who are they going to pair up with Major Blood to, to ruin our lives Target? I mean, the only other one we've seen in classified artwork that hasn't happened is Alley Viper, right? Yeah, that's what I was afraid of, too. It's the only one we haven't seen. So, and there isn't, like, when Beachhead came out, we all kind of looked at that and went, well, that's a Firefly waiting to happen, right? But I don't know that we've seen that otherwise, right? Seen a figure mm -hmm. that that just screams, oh, well, that'll be X down the road. So, mm -hmm. seems weird. Now, I know everything's been been uh, monkeyed around because of the, the movie moving around and, and COVID and all that, um, but it would seem weird to put out two villains and no heroes, but maybe that's what they have ready. So, I don't know. I mean, it's funny that I'm less worried about the how am I going to get these Target exclusives? Because now I know. I know exactly how I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them through the kindness of strangers, uh, or I'm going to pay through the nose off eBay. But okay. At least you know what to prepare for. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about yeah. the release date. I'm not planning what morning I'm going to go hit the, the Swansea Target out here, which is a really good place to go, by the way. Matt, Matt really Rubin had the question. Uh, is it an assumption that future waves of classified will have five figures instead of two or three? And yeah, it is. It's an assumption. Um, I, I think it's. Um, it seemed to be the way they set things up back in Wave One, where you had five separate characters, and then they doubled up on Snake Eyes to round out a case. Uh, where I, I, I've always assumed that that's what they've tried to do since then, but with everything getting pushed back uh, with the pandemic and the movie and what have you, I think things got broken up a little bit more than they had intended before. Mm -hmm. So, five seems like the number they go with. I mean, what Marvel Legends is usually five, isn't it, or six? Well, and the the interesting thing here is the repaints that they put out this year. Those used to cost a full item, right? No new tooling, just paint. No new packaging. That still cost, from an item count perspective, the same as a newly sculpted figure head to toe. And we never had that kind of leeway or, or slush fund of items on Joe to get away with that. But if that, if that has become a little less restrictive, they could put out major blood and alley Viper and re-release some of the guys that were hard to find, right? Like if they threw, even if that's target exclusive, if they threw some beach heads in there, they'd sell. And yep. those are still target exclusive probably. Or maybe there's a you know a window that's closed on that, but they can repaint guys or re-release guys because this line hasn't been on shelves. 
Yeah. They haven't even filled collector appetite, much less let kids get a look at it at all. So yeah. it's it's been difficult. There's there's a lot of fans out there who've collected for a long time that are done with classified because they can't find it. And that yeah. that's a shame. That is an absolute crying shame. And I know beginning of the year, we 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 advised everybody just to be patient because there was a big hole in the logistics line that needed to be filled. It's three months later now, and that line is nowhere close to it, – it's still the same. Like, you still can't find classified anywhere. So it would be really nice mm -hmm. if maybe some resources were dedicated as to why buyers are not buying classified in – like, this – this line really needs its own dedicated team at this point. If it's going to continue to be a big thing, if you're not going to just eat it whole and and let you know let let the peasants eat cake when they can't find figures and and let it just destroy itself, then you need to dedicate some real resources to selling this to buyers. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I, it it really looks like they're not doing that right now. And the the what's coasting. It's not scary yet, but the thing to watch is if Hasbro really believes in G.I. Joe as an ongoing evergreen brand, then there should be something that follows up the movie. I'm not talking about a classified figure line. I'm talking about some kind of entertainment, even if it's just webisodes or something. They're, yeah. they're, they're making a movie that apparently is kid-friendly enough that they have children's toys which yes. is great, which I'm totally behind. But if there's nothing afterwards, you know what a kid's attention span is like these days? They say the, a kid will wait three and a half seconds for a website to load before they close the window and go do something else. Mm -hmm. Three and a half seconds. That's how long. And we're all kind of the same too, right? You punch yeah. up an app on your phone and it doesn't load. How long are you waiting for it? Right? You've got other options. Same thing. Even if the movie is good, even mm -hmm. if it has kid appeal, if there's no next chapter, they're moving on. They're watching Ghostbusters by September, right? Yeah. So the I mean, fact that we haven't heard about any kind of entertainment to follow it up is a little is a little bit puzzling. That's not just, entirely true, though. That's remember there was the Amazon project for Lady J. Right. The uh, the adult theme. Sure, but mm -hmm. it is it's something at least it's not for kids maybe we don't know we just know it's on amazon maybe that, yeah maybe it is an all ages appropriate show we don't we don't know it's possible maybe, maybe i it's, think it's i the, think unlikely but but possible i i think you're I, look you're right but it could be adult in the sense like when we were kids magnum pi was adult it, you know it, there was really nothing going on there that kids couldn't see it was just stuff that kids weren't necessarily interested in because it was a bunch of old people uh, running around and bothering right. kids. So, um, so you can't say that there's nothing, but it, it there doesn't it, be much of a plan. Yeah, mm -hmm. we don't know that for sure. But if it were kid focused, it wouldn't be live action. Agreed. Right, like the only live action kid stuff is Power Rangers. Yeah, and that's because that formula works a year after year after decade after decade. Right. I've said it over probably the entire 10 years we've been doing this show and before. I think the, the perfect format for G.I. Joe is a appropriate animated series on a streaming service. That is, that's, that's the 
You get all your form storytelling. You focus on multiple characters. You can take the whole line on if you want to. Go in any direction you want with it because G.I. Joe plays to those. But that doesn't like that's the thing that doesn't seem to be in the cards, and I've always been puzzled by that. Yeah. Uh, one more question from the crowd. We'll get step out of G.I. Joe a little bit. What do you think of that Optimus Prime on today's Transformers panel? I think it's the coolest toy I've ever seen. If I can only get those Powerball numbers. Joe Colton, we know you hate the robots, so what do you think? Didn't see it. Too, too bad, because it was... I watched the Marvel reveal, and I want those Sentinels. That was not the question. We don't care. Mark Weber, what do you think Optimus Prime? I, I mean, they've been, they've been looking at this for years, since I was on the brand. A long time. Uh, it's super cool, and it's it's seven hundred bucks worth of cool. Oh so, my god! Yeah, the one thing that leaped out to me, that Optimus, who transforms, you know, he's, he rolls around, he lights up, says hello, and when you say Optimus Prime convert, he transforms, and I'm like, no, did you really just tell him to convert, right? When you've got the Transformers license all locked up, uh, why wouldn't it be transform? That's his line: transform and roll out. Convert? Wait, what? I'm so confused. What? I know I don't like robots, but what? You like Jay and Silent Bob? No, because but it's fine because they're the ones who introduced it, which doesn't. Maybe. It was the first thing that when when I came home from work today, it was the first thing that that Rack Time Rob and I talked about was was the Optimus Prime, and I I made the joke that uh, at seven hundred bucks they mailed a, a promo one for free to the one guy who could afford to buy one from them. In He's twenty the, inches tall. Yeah, yeah huge, it's huge. And, Look, and it, the, it's awesome. It the is Sentinels cool. are like twenty inches tall. Yeah. yeah, the, the one thing, the other thing other than convert is when he's standing there and you're not activating him, he doesn't just stand there, right? Like he does little movements like a human might do, like shifts from foot to foot or adjusts the shoulders what? a little bit. And a couple times they said, look at him. He's not just standing there. He's breathing. And I'm like, no, he's not. He's a friggin' robot. No, breathe. Breathing, they said it like two, at least two, maybe three times. And I'm like, I like the shimmy. I mean, it was, it wasn't like full, you know, street fighter waiting to be selected pose, but it was enough that it's kind of cool. I, the EverQuest does that when your character hasn't moved, when you haven't moved your character, it shifts a little bit, right, to show that it's not yeah, or it's, uh, it's arms or it yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a mannequin, right? It's actually a character. So cool. But it is not breathing. There we go. I should have known that you would have sewing implements right. close by. <laughs> but uh, yeah. hey, Wes, <laughs> hey, Wes, get in here. <laughs> I have a feeling it's it's just it, this is the first toy, the first legitimately behaving toy robot. Uh, it's going to be ridiculously overpriced. Nobody's going to buy it. It's going to be awesome. Uh, but from here on in, they're going to get a little bit more affordable, and they're going to do a little bit more. Uh, and, you know, next generation's kids are all going to be like like Scott Tracker on mask and have a little T-Bob running around. So, so wait a minute. He's got 5,000 components, 60 microchips, 
27 servo motors and an all and one of a kind collector's experience. Get out. That's what costs for 500 bucks. That <laughs> experience is $500. Oh my goodness. So that it was, it was cool. But when they didn't drop the price, like didn't tell you what it cost, I'm like, oh, this one's going to be. This is going to be a wallet. Oh, they didn't tell you on, uh, not, on the not okay. No, but uh, I knew it would be a wallet meteor. Were they like, so go to our site, yeah, you'll and, find out. Wow. For 700 bucks, I ought to be able to run my Sirius XM through that thing, man. Right? You should bring you food. It should be like Optimus Uber or so, what? Optimus DoorDash. We're coming up on an hour and a half. Uh, let's, let's, let's pull this one into the station. Uh, we got we got shout outs, Mark Weber. Who are we shouting out to this week? Mine is uh, is a little different. Uh, if you knew Tony Carrillo, who came to Joe's shows all the time, he was a great big guy with an even bigger personality. Came from Chicago, was big in the Volkswagen tuner community, uh, as well as huge in the GI Joe prototype and stuff that shouldn't have got out of the factory community. So that's really what he was after, and he had a really impressive collection that didn't mean anything to me because that I don't that stuff doesn't matter to me. And uh, when I was working on the brand, I really didn't like that stuff was getting out of the factory. But uh, he would always ask when I when I was on the brand, uh, and I would never give him. I never gave anybody any inside info or anything. But he would always ask. He was super friendly. He was. I don't know how well known he was in the community, but he was he was a really good guy. We lost him this week. Yeah, so, complications from COVID, from what I understand. Yeah. So if you're not wearing a mask, come on. So for our friend Tony, that's my shout out. Uh, Joe Colton, who are we shouting out to? Um I don't know how to follow up that now. Right? I totally torpedoed <laughs> you, Joe. So, it's okay. It's okay. Um, uh, a shout out to you guys as always. Every week, it's a joy to see you. Mostly Honcho. <laughs> nice yeah. legs. Um, to the fans who tune in every week, thank you. Uh, we appreciate you and love you and uh, love your comments and questions every week. And uh, shout out to the frontline workers again. The fight's not over. We still got a bit, a bit of ways to go. And um, the British variant is dormant now, but we're always two weeks behind the Europeans. So please wear your masks if you don't have a vaccine yet. And uh, it, hits, it hits younger people and wash your hands and do everything you're supposed to do. It does hit... Um, stronger and faster and is more potent to people um, that are younger. So anybody younger than 40 and 50. So just be careful. And uh, we all want to come out of this. Okay. So we're in the home stretch and to uh, I'm going to shout out to my boss who helped me uh, today, not be stressed out <laughs> for the next two months. That's a good ball. So I'm I'm good. <laughs> I worked till seven tonight, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, my shout outs, of course, to 
our fourth man, uh, the unquestioned backbone of the What's On Joe Mind team, Rack Time Rob. Oli. And moderator. Oli the Rock Anderson. Uh, in, 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 the back, in the back room, uh, taking care of moderating the live chat and banning Sean Russell. <gasps> you be nice to him. He helped me out today. Look, Sean Russell's a heck of a good guy, but we ban him every week. No. We do. He had the best line tonight. He had a couple of the best lines tonight. But again, he he's banned every week, so he, he knows. At he's least, great. At least he's play. <laughs> he helped me get my figures today. You be nice to him. At least he's consistent. Look, look he we got his we got his name on the screen. We we told him that he told good jokes. This was a gentle banning. And then we <laughs> banned him. Wham! We don't really ban him. Good God. Oh, Joe Colton, you take the fun out of everything. I know. Um, to everyone in our live crowd, uh, you got up close to 50 this time. Uh, good job. Thanks for, for, for joining us, uh, including, you know, some of our regulars. Uh, Torpedo Mike is here. Diana Davis is here. Biff McHonky yes. is here. Uh, Bill Matt is here. Vagon is here. Uh, you guys are with us every week. I, I hate making lists because inevitably I'm going to forget somebody. So please don't be offended if I didn't get you in that. Thank everybody. That short seven or eight person list. Look, we have we have people who show up every week that never leave a comment. So it's true. They're shy. Don't call them out. No, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just saying I'm not going to be able to call. I'm not going to be able to thank them personally because I don't know they're there. And Conrad is still alive. And his dog. Still alive. Uh, his vet yeah. is in awe. Yes. Conrad is is Conrad Mauser is Diana's cat, by the way. So that's Oh cat, sorry. Yes. Not dog. Cat. Splash. Plug in Joe Colton. Plug I it. know, I know. Believe it's a long day. Splash the dog. Splash the dog, yeah. We wanna we wanna give a shout out to our, our friends at Kokomo Toys who replenished the prize coffers today and we're still we're going to figure out what we're going to do with that uh we do have a prize set up for when we hit a thousand subscribers so please by all means continue to like share subscribe and spread our videos to your social media we greatly appreciate it when you do that we've kind of stagnated at 517 ish so again share us in your groups on facebook share us in your group share us on twitter we don't care get the word out there um, want to, uh, of course, I'll, I'll reiterate what you guys have said. Uh, make sure that you are exercising your freedom of choice and choosing uh, to protect yourself and others from COVID-19. Uh, rates or rates, cases, I guess, have gone up in something like 16 states this week, Yeah, which is not the right way when we're also getting something like 4 million people vaccinated every day. Like those two numbers shouldn't be both going up at the same time. Um, the vaccination works. Please get yourself vaccinated. Uh, let's. The, the sooner we get this thing beaten down and defeated, the sooner we can all go back to living the life that we want to live, uh, where we're not getting upset with one another because we don't have cloth on our face. Um, and going Monday. Awesome. I my 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 appointment is not until the nineteenth. Uh, and I've been working retail since then, so I'm, I am totally stressed out about it because, of course, you know, dumb state of Indiana lifted all of its mask restrictions this past week. So, yay! 
wear your mask because I don't want to die. Yes. Um, That's catchy. Right? Right. I should get that on a t-shirt and wear it to work all the time. You're the marketer. I don't feel like dying. Please wear your mask. But uh, I, I rock and want to continue to. Right? <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Fat dude susceptible to COVID. Please don't breathe on me. Back off. Uh, we make we make light, but uh, it is it is not a laughing matter. So please uh, continue to observe the safety protocols, even if it's not uh, the rules per se where you are. Be smart, uh, be thoughtful, and just get that done. Um, and uh, lastly, of course, to all everybody who's watching this recorded, uh, we couldn't do it without you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for watching us. To all of you watching live. Uh, thank you for making uh, this experience a whole lot of fun. We, I, I, I like to think that we've kind of done a running format change in the middle of year nine, uh, which is not something that a lot of podcasts do. Uh, but having, having you guys in the room with us every Friday night really makes this a different experience. Uh, we really dig it. I, I know it, uh, it was a shot in the arm for all three of us doing the show. Um, another shot in the arm. It's all about shots in the arm this week. Two shots. So, yeah, shot. let's hit the like button. Um, Joe Self says it right. Let's hit that like button. We did not make our like button goal last week, so we will not get crummy unboxing video because I'm not waiting another week to unbox all my stuff. Uh, but I tell you what, if we do 50 likes this week, we will do a contest next week. Nice. And it'll give, be awesome and amazing. We will give stuff away starting next week. So 50 likes on this video. Go down, hit that little thumbs up button. Uh, tell your friends. All you have to do is hit a button and maybe you'll win some stuff. Who knew? And then we can get going on uh, getting to 1,000 subscribers and giving away a big prize pack with some really valuable stuff. On our march to a million. Our march to, <laughs> you know, if we pull that off, then we're we're freaking awesome. Just saying. Uh, yep. Dare to dream, right? Yeah. But uh, for my co-host, the honcho Mark Weber, the queen of GI Joe cosplay, Joe Colton, not Mike here, Terry. Uh, thanks for joining us here on the What's on Joe Mind Team Stream. We will see you next Friday night at 9 p.m. Uh, with our special guest Paul Aller. Until then, uh, have a great evening, Yo Joe. Go enjoy uh, Winter Soldier, maybe some Invincible too. Uh, we love you. Good night. And now we get a Kiko off the air. <laughs> I kicko your finger button. I kicko your face.